Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs First and Ten. You're here with JP and JJ, and we actually Yo. have... Hey, man, what you yelling hey, for? Thanks for the hi. Yeah, thanks for letting me get my hello in. Good yeah, that's God, yeah. you're oh, just forget about me. I'm not... What the hell are you screaming for? My God. I'm just trying to get heard, you know? Uh-oh. I get heard. Well, you're heard, believe me. Wow. <laughs> God, my neighbor heard you, and I got earphones in. Um... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we got a special guest on today. We got Jared. And he's going to go over. He is a, uh, you know, free agency guru, uh, you know, draft guru type of guy. We're going to go over a few things um, in this episode. It's not going to be as long as normal, but we're going to have some fun while we do it. Um, JP, you want to let the guy get his ad in here? That's what I'm trying to do. I was going to say, hey, buddy, speak up. Go ahead, Jared, whenever you're ready, man. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I I just had a a technical difficulty, which was – uh, almost very neatly covered up by your guys's uh, quarrel. Oh, but not <laughs> well, quite. I, I like uh, to think of it as banter, but yeah, that's quarrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quarrel fight, whatever. Very good. Hey, folks. Uh, where can where show. can people find you, at, Jared, on Twitter? What's your at? I am at uh, Osho KC Jared. That's J A R E D. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. You'll you'll see me if you're on Chiefs Twitter. You'll you'll see me. That's awesome. Well, you are uh, you are the uh, the guru. Um, you know a lot about the draft and a lot about the free you know the free agency stuff. And we wanted to, yeah we wanted to have you on and, and we appreciate the fact that you did come on. Yeah, and, we do. We do. So well, uh, I've, been, I've been itching. You know, I, I had a I had a podcast for about two years, um, and my I was more of the sidekick than the. You know, they call it the O show. David O was was the guy. I was I was kind of along for the ride, but uh, I really enjoyed it, and I was excited to hear you guys interested to uh, to hear me blather on about uh, some cheap stuff. So, yeah. oh yeah, man, it's, yeah. It's, you're blathering on, or I'm blathering on. You know, it's either, one of us is going to blather on. So we're all blatherers. I mean, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> we're blatherers. So, so Jared, who's your uh, like let's say let's say we only got enough money because Barry is crippling this team with Houston. They're just having a party with our money. JP can ignore that comment. Um, you want like we only let's say we got enough money for one guy, but it doesn't matter the guy who, who's who we signing. Uh, well, I mean, I think it depends on you know the, the kind of class of guy that you're looking for. Like obviously, there's certain guys that could help any team at any time. Um, and if you have the money for that guy, you should absolutely get that guy. I don't know that that's where we're at. I don't know if we're in the, the dream scenario where we can go out and pick a top of the market guy. Um, even though we tried to last year with Watkins and Hitchens, but yeah, ultimately I'll I'll tell you what I think our biggest hole, one guy on the roster, in my opinion, who can play the strong side, uh, linebacker the Sam in a four three under 
right? Which is what we all kind of assume that we're going to. And that guy is Houston, and that is not his best position. So um, what I was saying was not actually that Houston is not the guy for the fourth under. It was more that uh, there's no one else on the roster who can actually play the sand. There's no one who can take on a block on this roster. Everybody on this roster thinks that they are prime Derek Johnson and they can dodge and duck and dart around and they can't. No one can do that except for prime Derek Johnson. Uh, so but what you need out of a Sam linebacker is a guy who's going to stack a blocker and shed him and still make the play, right? Correct. At this moment, Houston is, Houston is the only guy on this roster that, that does that with any kind of consistency. Yep. So not D Ford does not do that. You don't think Ford does not D Ford's a ducker and a diver. Uh, and he's, you know, he's actually got the athleticism to get away with it from time to time. You know, he's, he's a pretty quick guy, but uh, that's not, I don't, I don't think that's a good fit D in the, in the, in the sandbacker position. Uh, you know, ultimately I, I find sandbacker to be our, the most glaring hole and we could definitely play Justin Houston there and get away with it. And uh, if that's, if that's what we have to do, that's what we have to do. And I, I, I would, I would live with that, but I'd actually really like to see him on the other side. I'd like to see him in the weak side defensive end position. We're paying him $21 million. He should probably be getting after the passer more than Sam is going to. Definitely. Ultimately, it's going to be cheaper to find a Sam linebacker than it is to find a pass rushing specialist, Leo, who can also set the edge on the other side. So, so if, if we me, can't draft one, though, Jared, who, who's out there? You asked me who, who are kind of my, like, dream scenario. Yeah, like, let's say, let's say the draft is not happening this year. Who, who's out there in free agency we can pick up? So there's a couple guys, and, and, and nothing – Free agency isn't really solidified yet because there could be some surprise extensions, some surprise cuts, some scrapped. Mm-hmm. Things will still change, but I'll tell you two guys that I really like for that sandbacker position. Uh, Shaquille Barrett, you'll remember him from the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Several years. Uh, he's, he's an incredible – well, incredible is the wrong word. He is a rock-solid uh, run defender – and a capable pass rusher. Like, honestly, I don't know if there's a better fit. I don't know if we could find a better fit in the draft or free agency than Shaquille Barrett for, for our particular needs in Spagnuolo's 4-3 under. Um, is, he, is he off his – can Denver still hit him with the fifth year or not? Is he – is this his – No, no, he was an undrafted free agent. Shaquille Barrett was? Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I saw PFF – glowing reviews too so yeah yeah he's a presently he's a free agent um they can still obviously tag him franchise or transition they could still maybe they might be working on a thing right now and he's never going to hit the market i think they're crazy if they're not at least trying he's just been really good yeah he has Um, been he has been very good um but so that's my that's my number one guy and i pff kind of spoiled me you know, I've been <laughs> this all week, and then they, of course, they dropped that today. Oh um, shit! Yeah, that's a yeah. What do you think? What do you think about Shaquille Barrett? I'm like, well, I think I've been 
preparing to sing his praises all week. Um, but <laughs> the PFF like beats you with the bump. <laughs> yeah, no, they got me, but that's fine. Other guy, um, you may or may not recognize uh, Preston Smith. Oh, from uh, Washington. Correct. Yeah. Oh, did I want, uh, before I found out we were getting Kendall Fuller, I was all about getting Preston Smith. I really was. I, I talked to uh, Seth uh, Kisor Kaiser, sorry Kaiser, on uh, Twitter about it, and I was I was thinking, oh God, it's Preston Smith. I mean, I was very happy with Kendall Fuller, but I thought right. we were getting Preston Smith. Well. I think Preston Smith is an excellent fit for a snapbacker. I think he's actually he's been he's been very good in, in Washington, but I think he's actually been kind of misutilized in the system. And I think his best fit is in a sandbacker position. You know, he he's got some pass rush production, he's got some run defense, uh, you know, he's kind of he's not quite at the level of Shaquille Barrett. Um, but he's the same kind of well rounded player. And that's really what you need out of the sand. And that's what we don't have on the scene at linebacker. Yeah. It's uh it's been an Achilles heel of ours for a while now. Um especially going to this this style of defense, this four three under. We need to um we need to uh, solidify and 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 lock this all these positions down because we right now we're in a position that uh you know, we're ranked with the way we sit right now of going and winning the Super Bowl next year. So we really need to um, make sure that this defense is a success. Now, the one thing I – tolerable, I'd settle for, honestly. Well, even at that, I mean, if they're a top 20 to 25 defense, they're going to – we're fine. I mean, you, you know, I, I, I can't see us not making it in that, you know, in that area or in that realm of, 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 of uh, I guess uh, – you know, being in the positions that you're in, a top 20, 25 D would put us where we need to be. The one thing I can say is that uh, Brett Veach did come out and say that D Ford is not going anywhere. They're definitely resigning him. Uh, uh, that, see, that's interesting you say that. I, I felt like, because I, I just went back and re-looked at those comments today mm-hmm. uh, because I had someone else tell me the same thing. And I, I said... But actually, I felt like he kind of drew a line of distinction between D and Chris Jones and Tyreek Hill. The, the the conversation was all clustered around those three players. And he said, D Ford, we're really excited to bring him back. Chris Jones and Tyreek Hill are eligible for extensions. You know what I mean? Like, I, I felt yep. like there was a line of demarcation between the between those guys they mentioned it more than once um i think there was two different two different conversations that two different people had had with him regarding d ford and uh one of them he basically just said d ford his words his d ford's not going anywhere those were his words he's not going anywhere we're excited to have him back next season so apparently you know they've got something locked down with him at this point i don't know what um my opinion on D Ford was always, and, it, and I even changed my opinion. I think they need to do a one-year, prove it or lose it type of deal. If you do great, you play well in this scheme, and you you can, you know, replicate your production. Then hey, you know what? Let's sign you and keep you for a couple, three years. Give him a three-year extension or whatever the case may be. I wouldn't sign him to a five or anything longer than a, th- a total of three years, just because you don't know what you're going to get with him. 
Um, he had a phenomenal contract year. Um, the only year that he's had that's been phenomenal. So um, I think, you know, give him a one-year deal, you know, prove it or lose it. If you, you know, if you prove it, great. You got another couple year extension added on to it. If not, then see, you. Well, let's move on. You know, I, I want to bring something up because it was actually funny. Um, the Denver Broncos page posted John Elway. Oh, by the way, I didn't know if you guys know, um, the Denver Broncos are the new dynasty of the AFC. Did you guys, did you guys hear about that? Yeah. Um, they're the new dynasty and, um, they are going to, well, supposedly make a run for Earl Thomas, um, and, you know, spend all their money and drop it all in all into Earl Thomas. Um, I, for some reason, I don't know what the hell, I don't know if the guy was hammered. I don't know if he's, you know, smoked a lot of weed, but regardless, either way, it doesn't matter. I don't know what would make them ever in a million years think that Earl Thomas would want to come play there. He was trying to leave <laughs> Seattle because he didn't want to go through the rebuild stage. He didn't want to go through. I mean, that's why we almost signed him this year. You know, he was right. ready to sign before his leg got broke. So why the hell in a million years would he ever want to go to a team that doesn't have a shot this year of winning the Super Bowl when he knows that he can go to Kansas City right now and more than likely win the Super Bowl? Bro, they're, they're like two pieces away from a dynasty. They just need quarterback and, you know, uh, offense. And yeah, I mean, I mean after, you know, that's it's pretty simple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, they're right there. So um, <laughs> I think it's kind of comical. And then one other thing, um, I noticed a, an article today from, I think it was Arrowhead Addict, that brought up should the Chiefs draft a quarterback in this year's draft. Yeah, I saw that too. And I'm, that, I'm rolling with Chase Litton. He's my boy. You think they should draft a quarterback? No. Oh, Jared, okay. come on. Jared. Well, I, I'll tell you what. what I, I've always believed this since the days of uh, James Killian, and uh, you know, I can't think of another good one off the top of my head. But I, I've always believed that the the third quarterback should have to fight for his job. Um, if we drafted a quarterback in the sixth round every single year, wouldn't hurt my feelings. Six-round picks don't generally make the team anyway. Yes, yeah, six, six that I'd be on board with, but I think Arrowhead had it a lot higher than that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they had it way up there. I mean, it was like third. It was it was higher, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. definitely higher, and I'm not uh, – third-round picks should be playing, uh, in my opinion. Well, especially right. on this defense, they should be playing Hell pretty yeah. quickly. You yeah. Know, not starting maybe, but contributing. And, I mean, I, I like I saw Litton last year in the preseason. I saw a lot of things I liked on him. And I mean, I don't mean to be Debbie Downer guys, but if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, we're done anyway. That's well, yeah, it's true. I mean, that's true. I I had a long discussion last year when we signed uh, Matt McGloin to back up Chad Henney, backing up Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> that it's like you know what? If Mahomes goes down, we shouldn't have Chad Henney, and we should. I mean, if if Mahomes goes down for the year we don't want Chad Henney to come in here and, and make us make our three and 13 team seven and nine no, or don't. six and 10. Nope. I would, I want to high pick that off season. I want to high. Pick. Right. You may as well take it like in, in the worst case scenario, or I guess the best case scenario, the worst case is you play yourself out of a good pick. The best case scenario is you put in undrafted free agent Chase Litton. And he turns into a second-round pick next year 
for some quarterback needy team because he won us three games. I do want to mention quick that we are uh, excited to announce that we are entering into a agreement with Arrowhead guys website, which is kind of cool. Those guys are putting out a lot of great content and I would yes, like to have everybody, if you can, you know, go follow them on Twitter, check out their website. They're, uh, like I said, they're putting out a lot of great content. Their film review guy is great. The guy who runs the site writes amazing articles. So make sure you guys get a chance to check them out. Um, I'm sure they have a lot of good free agency news on there also. Jared, you mentioned something about uh, your other position in need in free agency would be cornerback. Yes. Okay. Who is it then? Who's out there? Uh, there's a there's a few guys. Um, if I you know, and it, it, a lot of it depends on the money that these guys are going to get. Like my, I'm not looking to sign, uh, you know, vintage Daryl Revis or, you know, go out there and spend $80 million on Stefan Gilmore, even though that totally works for the Patriots. That it worked out really well for them. Yeah, <laughs> but like, that's not where my focus is. I'm hoping to draft a corner fairly high uh, and, and let that guy become our Gilmore, hopefully. Uh, not to say that just anyone can become Stefan Gilmore, but uh, the guys that I'm kind of targeting in free agency, I'm hoping aren't going to be in that $60, $80 million contract range. I'm hoping to find something a little more modest. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm looking for more of like that, uh, a youngish guy. I'm not trying to give anyone, any 32-year-olds a, a three- or four-year deal. Um, and-, and so kind of fitting that profile, there's a few guys. Uh, Justin Coleman. Uh, played for Seattle most recently. He's about yeah. 26. He's got some experience in that cover three, which I, I assume is what we're looking at. I mean, it's hard to tell. Spags has done a couple different things over his career. But so Coleman, Coleman is interesting to me. Um, Bradley Roby from Denver, another guy. Great yeah, but isn't he, primarily, isn't he primarily a nickel cornerback? Uh, I'm not, you know, no, no. Chris Harris is their is their nickel guy over there. So he plays. He's a third corner, but he plays as a boundary corner. Chris Harris pops inside. What do you think Not, of Kareem Jackson? Uh, Kareem Jackson was really bad for two or three years, <laughs> and uh, so I've always held that against him, and I, I just haven't looked too closely into him. Uh, but it, I feel like he's been making some like you know, analyst pro teams, and you know what I mean? Like kind of awards teams the last couple of years. Um, yeah, he's been stepping up a little bit the last couple of years. So I'm interested in taking a look at him. The one, the guy I'm, I'm really interested in is uh, in a weird way, because he's a little bit older than my profile that I, that I like, uh, is Jason Barrett from San Diego. I think that could be a real interesting buy low opportunity. Uh, he's been hurt a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. He's got but, a lot of injuries behind his under his belt. So, but his when he's healthy, he's as good as anyone. Yeah, um, you know he's a he's a legitimate borderline elite cornerback, uh, even though he's a little small. So, obviously, if he wants eighty million dollars, I'm out. Uh, if he wants sixty million, I'm not. That's not really what I'm here to do. <laughs> but if he's looking to get a ring, uh, you know. Come on down. Let's let's make it go. No, Alford. You know, Alford went to um, uh, Arizona. Yeah, I saw Atlanta. That. He got signed to Arizona, so he's got a pretty decent contract. So, yeah, um, 
three years. Well, I mean, it's not, you know, the sad part is it's really not, it would have been very conducive for the Kansas city chiefs because I mean, it's a three year deal for 22.5 million, which isn't a huge amount of money um, for a three year deal. And I, I think he, you know, uh, he was one of the top CBs in the league, but um, he had as a rough as, last year, but he was very good for his first three or four Correct. Years. Correct. And last year, I think he was dealing with a little bit of, um, he had some injury issues last year, didn't he? Probably. I yeah. mean, that, that's always what I assume when a 27 year old guy just falls off the mat like that. Yeah. I think he had some, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of corners out there right now. I mean, Gaines is out there right now and, um, and I don't know how good or bad he is because I didn't like follow that, him that much. EJ or Philip? EJ. Oh, yeah, okay. I was going to say. It better not be Philip. No. Let's don't, let's EJ. Don't Come on now. Been uh, there. We've been there, done yeah. that. Yeah, we've been there and done that. No, no. Um, there's a few guys out there. I mean, he's, you know, he's out there and Grimes is out there. I don't know. I mean, there, there's a few that are floating around that, you know, a lot of times we may not fully know their potential because – they're underutilized. I mean, we've seen that a lot in the, in the NFL that players are underutilized and right. then when they get to a team that uses them for, to their full, full potential and it goes the other opposite direction as well. We see players that go to other teams and fall flat on their ass that may be all-star players at one point or another, and then they're worthless, you know, the, to the next team they go to. So you just don't know what you're getting when it, when it comes to that, because you're coming from an ops, another team that, as I said, may have underutilized you in some aspect or another. Um, Rashawn Melvin from Oakland is a free agent right now. Who was it? Sorry, I cut out for a second. R- Rashawn Melvin. He's a free agent okay. from Oakland right now. And uh, I don't know much about him other than he's ranked, I think, third or fourth, fifth, somewhere around there as far as the free agents are concerned in that, in that position. So there's just a lot of guys out there that are interesting. I guess I should well, say you guys, you guys yep. seem like you're said it, that he's concerned about the corners, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm a lot more comfortable with our corners than I am our safeties. And oh, I, I am too, without fail. I mean, really me. yeah. in this draft, we can really afford to go um, because I, I think there's a lot of very average safeties in this draft. That could be like NFL starters, maybe not elite. So, I mean, with that in mind, Jared, the safety market out there this year seems pretty decent. I mean, who who were you? Who would you look at for safety? Well, Trey Boston's coming back yes. uh, to the market. That'd be beautiful. Uh, I like that, which is interesting. He's a he's a he fits the kind of center fielder profile that we're missing. Um, um, who else? And don't let me. I don't mean to interrupt, but we should have signed him when he was wide open for five months sitting there doing nothing, he should have yep. been signed by the Chiefs. Yep. So. We should have. I'm, I'm glad we, I'm glad we didn't fire on Tyrion Matthew like everybody wanted to know. Oh, I am too. I, I thought that was a, and I think I, you'll probably go back and see some of my tweets. I didn't think that was a great idea, but um, yeah, I mean, we should have signed Boston a long time ago. But I, even, I still like Matthew. Huh? Um, but he, I said, I still like Matthew, but he really does duplicate Sorensen as far as, their skill sets. Yeah. Like we don't need more Sorensons. <laughs> like what we're missing is since Ron Parker just, you know, curled up and died yeah, full collapse uh, as a player. Uh, th- that's what we're missing was the Ron Parker that we had for three years before that, yeah. where he was actually a very competent center fielder. Yep. Um, and we didn't have, there is no uh, Lucas, Lucas did. Okay. 
And I think he should have gotten more opportunity based on what he showed to continue in that path uh, and just see. But I'm not counting on a on a guy that we flipped a, a six-round pick for whatever. You know, we should still be looking to add a body like a Trey Boston or, uh, or a draft pick. Man, I would love to get Nasir Adderley. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys yeah. are so much higher on him than I am. I am terrified of small school prospects. I'm absolutely terrified. I did not want to draft Passanio. I did not like that pick. I do not like small school prospects. And I just, I don't know, dude. I, I'm not about that. I'd, I'd honestly rather take a flyer on Deontay Thompson. Well, Thompson, I, I'd be happy to get Thompson as yeah. well. Um, I, I think it's crazy to think that, Adderley might actually go higher than Thompson that's, at this point. And that's what I keep hearing. That's why I'm saying I'd rather take Deontay. I, I, most Some drafts had Thompson ahead of him, but now it seems like Adderley is the one climbing up all the boards. Oh, yeah. And it's he's going to climb higher, too, once they get him in shorts. Like, he's a, he's a really good athlete. So you're, you're going you're gonna to see that ascent continue. He's, he's probably already not making it to 29. And after the combine, I think for certain – uh, he would have to be moved up for, which I, I I do not, I do not want to move up for any reason. Any, no, I don't want to, I don't no. want to package pick to move no. up. I, I I don't mind trading D Ford to move up, but I, I I think we got three guys, we got three picks in the top sixty three, and I think we need three players from those three picks. I agree. Um, too many holes, too many holes on the roster right now. Too many holes coming up next year. You know. I agree. Uh, the more high high ceiling high potential players we can get in here the better we're going to set ourselves up for the rest of this championship window I, agree. I would i would say we also another quick free agency hit uh i think we also need to look at someone taking alan bailey's spot i know Nadi is going to primarily play that when we switch defenses but i think we still need to look at somebody either in free agency or the draft to try to spell Nadi because i don't see us bringing bailey back again well, we have uh, Xavier Williams also yes. still on the roster. Uh, he was really un- he really underperformed last year, and I know he really did. He was fit. terrible. I don't I don't know, man. Like I don't know. I think we we need some pop in that middle. We need we need someone opposite Chris Jones that can penetrate. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think I think we're we're at a bit of a logjam bodies wise. I mean, if we want to move on from Williams, which I don't know what that looks like cap wise. Um, yes, I don't either. I, yeah. I I could tell you that it's okay. So you're between meals and you're craving something sweet, right? What I do is snack on Blue Diamond Honey Roasted Almonds. They're so good, and almonds are a superfood. So don't deny your cravings. Eat them. Blue Diamond Almonds. Crave victoriously. It's not. If I remember right, it's not a huge hit. So if it's a hit at all, so it's okay. not giant. Um, I'd have to look, look that up, but. Yeah, so if we want to move on from him, that's fine. But if if we're going to keep him on the roster, I don't know that that we can bring in another interior body, you know, especially not knowing whether Speaks is going to be able to play defensive end if if he ends up having to. I mean, we hope, and, and, and that is his what everyone said was going to be his best fit, strong side defensive end. Um, but we also don't know if that's – actually going to work and, and he's going to get every chance to play somewhere so we kind of have a little bit of a log jam of big bodies with only two spots to give him and you know Chris Jones takes some plays off because he's a you know his stamina is not amazing because he's just a big 
guy and he, he goes real hard. But uh, so there are some reps to go around, but I definitely, I, I don't know if I want to see a high draft pick. I wouldn't mind seeing another shot in the dark pre-agency kind of guy like an Xavier Williams. But again, that, that has to come, I think, at the cost of moving on from somebody. Definitely. Uh, it looks like his uh, cap hit, by the way, is going to be, if we cut him, it's Two point eight million dollars. Yeah, I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't a lot of money. It was. It was pretty minimal. So, let's move on from one to one other player that we almost signed last year and is now a free agent again, and Earl Thomas. And let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Earl Thomas. I think that uh, he'd be an awesome fit for our for our team. But um, and we and we need him. I know that there's been a lot of talk and I don't know, some ignorant Denver thing came out about, you know, they're the new dynasty and um, they're going to, they're, they're making a big run for, um, they're making a big run for Earl Thomas and they're going to be the, you know, the new dynasty in the NFL and blah, 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 which everybody knows that's funny. But uh, the, the point is, is that first of all, John Elway is not going to pay Earl Thomas money. And I don't know if Earl Thomas is going to, be able to um, – I don't know if his, if his play after an injury is going to warrant the money that he was getting prior to um, or what he wanted prior – you know, pre-injury, I guess I should say, but or post-injury. But he's a player that I think would fit into the scheme well, and we could really use him. He hasn't had anything other than a broken leg, um, which you know we all know a broken leg can heal. He hasn't had any t- you know, major tears, anything of that that would – warrant him being a, a worry or um, anything of that nature. So I just, just, I think just his age, JP, I have a problem with his age. I'd rather sign Landon Collins for probably less money than Earl Thomas is going to command. Like that's my biggest problem. Yeah. I mean, his, uh, what is he? Uh, Earl Thomas is only what? 27. No, it got Earl Thomas is 30. Yeah, is he really 30? Yeah, He's not that 30. young, you know, 30, 30, 31, 32 safeties can fall off the map. I think Landon Collins is only like 27, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. you're right. He's in that twenty six, twenty seven age. So you want to pay Earl Thomas like top safety dollar for the maybe three more years we're gonna get out of him? I mean, is that something you really want to do at this point? I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, if, if it just depends on what what he's what he's demanding or commanding, and what other teams are willing to pay him, I think he'd be a great fit. Um, if it's a you know if they sign him, you know, as it stands right now, he was looking at you know. Everybody had mentioned that he wanted to go to the Cowboys, and that was his main deal was wanting to be a Cowboy. But I think, uh, you know, the move that the Chiefs made and the fact that he was going to sign with us last year, you know, three days before he breaks his freaking leg, um, is a kind of a testament to him maybe wanting the ring and wanting to play for a championship team now versus – Waiting, you know, and that was what was kind of comical about the whole Denver thing was the fact that they said that, you know, he he wanted to play for them or they wanted they were going to pursue him and throw all the money at him and blah, blah, blah. And his whole mindset behind leaving Seattle was the fact that he didn't want to be in the middle of a rebuild. He wanted to be on a championship team now. And one mm-hmm. now one right. report came out that uh, after he had broken his leg that him and or his agent, Seattle, they all made amends and apparently he was going to go back to them. Um, and they had worked out some kind of a deal. 
haven't heard another thing since about him working a deal out with Seattle. So now he's a free agent and I don't believe he's going back to Seattle. Um, I don't think it's all about the money with him because if it were, he would have signed with anybody at that point. You know, I mean, there were people throwing money at him left and right at one point and he didn't take that. So I don't know that he's going to be that guy that says, I just want it for the money. Um, what do you guys think? Jared? Well, his previous his previous contract, I think, was something like four years, $40 million. Yeah, in so that range, yeah. He didn't take the market buster. He didn't, he didn't advocate for the Eric Berry deal. No. Um, it, so, you know, it, it might very well be that he's not about the money. But he's also won a Super Bowl or two. two? One, two? One. one. Just one. one. Just the one. Oh, right. That's right. He almost – he should have won the other one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's right. Uh, but so, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say, you know, why that got so ugly in Seattle if it wasn't about money. Uh, but I, I did the – I went through all the rosters when we were talking about trading for him because I, I wasn't really for it. I was for adding Earl Thomas for the rest of the year. But I was not for any kind of Eric Berry-esque contract through Will Thomas, which is what I assumed and what it was being reported that he would want is pretty much top dollar. Yeah. So that didn't feel good to me. And so I, I went through all the rosters at the time, and I found only four safeties that are starters in the NFL last year at the time that we were t- going to trade for him. There were a total of four guys – who are older than Earl Thomas is right now, not older than he will be in two years or so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like Mike, Mike Adams, Eric Weddle, and like two guys that were a few months older than him instead of, instead of a few years. Right. And it's, it and sounds like it. the Ravens are going to move on from Weddle too. So it's probably going to be three guys now. Right. And, and, you know, who knows if a, Another guy is going to ascend to a starting role or, you know, it, that number can fluctuate. But ultimately, that's, you know, everyone's like, oh, safety's age well, safety's age well, because they remember that time that Charles Woodson played till he was like 38. And they remember Ed Reed playing till he was 35 or 36. And, you know, like you, you have these, uh, you know, kind of recency biases where you, you remember that time that that Hall of Famer played a really long time and no doubt Earl Thomas is a hall of famer. Um, but he's also undersized, you know, like, and he also plays like a maniac. Uh, you know, he's an insane tackler for only being 210 pounds. So, uh, you know, that's scary to me. Now, if he's talking about chasing a ring, you know, let's make a deal. I'm interested, but if we we can't pay two safeties, $13 $13 million a year. Well, I can tell you right now, his contract in Seattle was four years, $40 million. But you have to also – I mean, it was a, there was a signing bonus of 9.5, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And his average salary was around $10 million a year, okay, right. for four years. That's, and that's the average. That's including everything. Total guarantees of like 25 I think. And, yeah. and it was guaranteed signing – uh, 18, $19 million. I don't know, but it was somewhere in that range. So mm-hmm. 
I don't think he's looking to get Eric Berry money. He knows he's not going to get Eric Berry money at 30 years old, you know. So if we can sign him for a three-year deal, in my opinion, I still think he's a viable player that has a lot of life left in him. And if we can get him, even if it is $10 million a year for three years, $12 million a year for three years, it's well worth it. He's not going to get $68, $78 million. That, that ship has sailed. Um, right. You know, if that was the case, he would have got it in Seattle. So when he was of the age to get that kind of money, so well, but he, he took the discount to keep the to, to keep the band together. Well, and see that's he what makes me feel, and that's what makes me feel good about him. If he's going to be that type of player to take the discount to keep the band together, why wouldn't we want somebody like him that we can bring in that we know is going to be a viable player that can produce and take and he may take less money, especially at his age, coming off an injury, to get another mm-hmm. ring with a team that is definitely destined to go no matter what I would right. say, Hey, you know what? Dive all over him. You know, he's not going to, he's going to, if he just, if you look at all the teams that are, that have the money in the salary cap to be able to buy him, those to, or pay for him, they're not teams that, and even if it is 10 or 12 million, whatever the case may be, those are still not teams with his addition are going to take it to take him to a Super Bowl next year. True. So right. the chiefs are the really the only team right now, in the AFC that we can, and most people, and I'm not being biased. It's the truth in the AFC right now that you can honestly say with a few additions are the number one team to go to the Super Bowl and win it next year. He would be that addition. And according to Vegas, well, according to everybody right now, they're the number one team to go to the Super Bowl and win it next year. And that's with what we had. And as soon as they got rid of Bob Sutton, shit, Vegas lost their minds. You know I mean? So, um, I think if, uh, if you're looking at players that want to be within that dynasty and say, you know what, I came in, I helped this team get to a Super Bowl. I got myself another ring. I can play another three, four years if I'm healthy and I can make 10, $12 million a year doing it and still continue to have that opportunity. Because no matter what, if you take looking at our team right now in the next 10 years, we're going to be in five Super Bowls. We are going to make it to five Super Bowls. If we keep, if Patrick Mahomes stays healthy and if we continue to stay on that pace with the offense that we have and a decent 20, 25 top ranked defense, we are going to be in five Super Bowls in the next 10 years. I think you and I wanted time to talk, kind of talk about some uh, Kareem Hunt action. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Jamie's into it as well. Yes, and sir. Uh, I think we need to um, address it, and uh, not not a not a lot, but just uh, get into it. Let me let me ask you guys right before we get into it. Sure. One word answer first. Will he be on this team next year? You first, JP. One word answer. Yes. Jared. Next year, no. This yeah, it's coming. No. I don't think so. All right, I'm I'm with Jared, JP. I don't think he will be on this team next year, but now. You guys have the floor. I just wanted to get that stated right away where we're actually thinking it's going to happen or not. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he's already been removed. If I'm not mistaken, he's been removed from the uh, commissioner's list. And he's been spotted in KC a lot, more than once, I should say. And I just think that he's going to end up on, end up back on the team. I think he's in that situation that uh, – or the Chiefs are in that situation that they should re-sign him. 
It would make them look better. They are the team that reformed him. And if he's made, and I will say this again, if he's made the um, effort to reform himself and become the person that he should be and everybody wants him to be, then I think it's a great, a great thing. I mean, I, I would love to have him back, not just because, um, not just because of the fact that, you know, he's a great player, but the fact that he deserves a second chance. And it's annoying when I listen to all these Twitter guys talk about, <clears throat> I had a couple of them hit me up yesterday and they said, well, you know, there was three police reports. There was never any police reports. First of all, he was never charged with anything. Well, there were the, incident reports. You can read them. I can I can send them to you if you want to see. Well, there may be incident reports, but they're not. They're not. They're, he's never charged with anything. Right. And there's and whatever. Correct. And you know, two of the three, to be honest with you, I think are bogus. One of them, he had a fan. I think it was in the Power and Light District that was hounding the hell out of him, and he didn't throw us punch. He didn't do anything. He basically told him to get the hell away from him. And his little friends or whatever they were, were telling him, hey, calm down. It's, you know, fine. Let it go. And then again, 10 months after all of this first thing happened in Cleveland with the girl, uh, some guy pops out of the woodwork and says he got punched in the face by him. Right. Okay. Why did that happen? If that was such a big deal to him, why did he wait until after the TMZ film came out before he opened up his mouth? No one else ever heard that prior. Trying to so, cash in. That's all it is. It's people wanting their five seconds of fame. I am not condoning what he did. Right. But in the same aspect, the guy does deserve a second chance. It's not like he he did anything that was so brutal that, like TMZ posted, this the brutal beating. I mean, he kicked a girl in the ass. Okay. Well, you know, what's sick about it, but in the screen grab, a lot of people never even watched the video. The screen grab looks like he's about to kick a 65-yard field goal like his leg is drawn back, his arms are out for balance. Like it looks just like a kicker when he's about to just blast a football. And that's the screen grab you see. And then you get into that video and it's a push with a flip. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Didn't they label so, the headline of that video that uh, Kareem Hunt brutalizes woman or something ridiculous? That's how it was. A brutal, brutal, brutally beaten, beating yeah. a woman or something, something stupid. It was something right? crazy. And I mean, obviously. Yeah. Any kind of any kind of violence, it's not okay. But I mean, we're right. we also have to take things into perspective a little bit here. And it wasn't exactly a first of all, it wasn't domestic violence. No, was, right. that was another thing too. Yeah, at the very worst, it was assault, which isn't good. But it's not falling under the domestic violence policy. But you know, honestly, JP, the problem I have with bringing him back is that I do not think the Chiefs will go back on their whole. He will never wear a Chiefs jersey right. again. I don't think they can. I mean, I, I think they should, but I don't think they will. Well, it's kind of strange to me if they're, if, you know, a lot of things are said in the heat of the moment. And, you know, it would be it's very strange to me that all of a sudden Veach came out and said, I'm leaving the door open for Kareem Hunt if they weren't going backwards on it. And I think they're starting to realize maybe this PR thing that they tried to, you know, I guess emphasize at the beginning of this, which I, I honestly, my personal opinion is he should have never been cut. He should have been suspended and reprimanded, gone through his classes, put back on the team. They should have never cut him. And I'll tell you, this is where we all kind of 
diverge just a little bit. I think we all three agree that he should potentially be on the team next year. Jamie and I don't think he will be on the team next nope. year. Sure but then there is – I'm with you, JP, that I don't think he ever should have been cut in the first place. I think that happened under the under the backlash of the fans, many of whom who didn't even watch the video. They just saw the screen grab in the headline. And they were all, their shit. I hope he comes back next year. I mean, I really do. He, here's the problem that I have. There's three or four teams right now that are interested in him. If he has cleared waivers and he's cleared or he's off the commissioner's list, somebody's going to snag him up this year. He's going to want to play. Right. And if he has the opportunity to go and play somewhere, he'll do it. I know he would. I mean, I would. I can't say 100% I know. But from everything that I've heard from the internals out, he wants to play for Kansas City. He right. didn't want to leave to begin with. He made a mistake. Yes, it was a mistake. Okay, it is what it is, but it doesn't matter. The point is, the guy has apparently done. He's been to alcohol uh, anonymous classes. He's gone through treatment. He's getting. He went through anger management. He was actually pretty uh, a pretty stellar uh, pillar of the community, if you want to say that. After all of this happened, there was not another incident, right. and he was very very. Uh, relaxed through that whole situation after the fact i should say his so, his interview didn't help him though jp didn't make no it didn't that was, that that was a terrible idea should have fired his agent you know um we can't talk about this too much longer but one thing i would want to bring up is patrick mahomes made a comment about and i have to look it up exactly what it was but it was something about himself running with the right crowd yeah you know yeah. and i think yeah. there's been a lot of people out there saying that you know a lot of these problems are because of kareem hunt who he's friends with and that's correct. Maybe he'll have to reevaluate that if he gets another shot. And again, I'd like him to. I think Jared would like him to. Don't believe it's actually going to happen with this team, though. God, that sucks if it doesn't. I mean, I, I, I really hope it does. And I mean, it would be, I think it'd be a travesty if they, they just let him walk to another team. And, yep. you know, but, you know, it is what it is. And you're right. I mean, the, the interview was terrible. You know, here's the thing. And this is the last thing I'll say about it. With the interview, they, they were correct. You know, you got to pick and choose who you hang with. If your bros aren't helping you out, fire your bros, okay? Right. It's no different than your, than your agent. If your agent's not helping you out, fire your agent. Right. So he's got to find a new group of friends to hang out with. He's got, he does have friends on that Chiefs team that are probably willing to say, hey, you know, we'll help you out. We'll get you, you know, back to your old self and get rid of this stigma that you have. But you got to get rid of these idiots that you're hanging out with. And easier said you know, than done sometimes. You it know, is. I mean, there's old, no doubt. Oldest friends, you know. Yeah. I oldest mean, friends are losers. Yeah. You, yeah, you still true. love them, but you, I mean, as a public figure, and he's he should have learned by now. And I hope everyone, everyone else on that Chiefs team has also learned by now. Yep. By Kareem's exactly. example, that exactly. they can burn you down. Your your crappy old friends, no matter how much you love them. And burn you to the ground. That's how that girl got to that hotel that night. Green didn't. Well, yeah, because of his friends. There. Nope, he didn't. And he wanted her out. I mean, that was as simple as that. Right. He didn't want her around. He knew she was under. Uh, from what I understand, she was underage. And, well, she was. She was 19. And he knew that. And he told everybody he wanted her gone because she was acting like an idiot. And then, not to mention the fact that she did throw up a lot of racial slurs at him. And right. that provoked him. He was already had a few drinks in him. So that provoked him 
into a rage that he shouldn't have been in and he should have never lied about it, but it's over. Right. He's doing, if he's doing, if he's actually doing what he's supposed to be doing, he deserves a second chance with the team that started him off. They gave him the opportunity to be the number one running back, you know, all around running back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was in my opinion. So, um, yep. That's, I, that's all I really want to go from there, but that's, that's actually a good place to leave off for this week, guys. Cause I'm going to have to cut you off now. I don't like the way we are. Oh. I, I know you don't. Like it. I know you I don't. Like we also have to talk we about are. the giveaway quickly. We do. All right. So this is what we're going to do, guys. Uh, all you have to do is post a screenshot of yourself. Like, not yourself. I'm sorry. A screenshot that you've downloaded the most recent episode on uh, on a uh, post that JP is going to make. And what we're going to do is pick a random person to receive a real fake Chiefs jersey. It is between Kareem Hunt um, who is it? Eric Berry and Patrick Mahomes. We're going to pick out one listener and send them a completely 100% authentic Chinese fake jersey. So they will get a real jersey <laughs> in the mail. The color is a little off. It's not the right red, but you will get one of those three jerseys. Kareem Hunt, Eric Berry, or Mahomes. Your choice. We'll post some pictures. They are bad copies, but they're free, so don't complain. All you have to do is DM us your address after you posted a picture of yourself downloading the podcast and we will announce the winner on the very next podcast, which I'm guessing should be sometime later this week. And also know that these are not, I mean, these are 20 footers, so they're not horrible copies. They're just, you know, some people are a little colorblind and they didn't understand, (laughs) you know, the, the red that they needed to use, but that's still a Jersey. It's still, you know, a great thing to have Hey, and you know what, This, this, this company that made this Jersey, you never know. They may blow up one day, and you've got one of their not their their fake knockoffs that were <laughs> were one of the originals that could be worth a ton of money later on on eBay. You just don't know. So yep. it, it also getting... looks like a Chiefs jersey dipped in water. It's just exactly. a little too dark. There you go. So I mean, it's not so bad. And uh, actually, and it's here's the nice part about it versus everything else that you see. It's actually a real giveaway. We're actually going to give you something. So you don't have to worry about it not being delivered in the mail. It didn't get lost. We're going to make sure it gets to you. And we're going to post all the pictures of it. And everybody that follows us, that downloads the app, listens to the episode, post your picture. Because we're going to pick somebody. And we're going to give you the jersey. Yep, that's all you got to do. And then please send a picture, post it to your Twitter that you did receive the real fake jersey. Correct. Everybody knows you did get it. We're not just doing it for listeners. We just want to just want to give something back, you know, something very, very cheap. Again, when this jersey gets to you, if you're like, hey, this isn't the right color, I'm going to point you back to this episode. We know Correct. it's not the right color. Then that tells us that we gave it to the wrong person as well because they didn't listen to the episode. They just downloaded it. That's because very true. So, that you know, they, they knew that it was, uh, you know, fake. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's where we're at with that, and uh, we're we're happy to do it. And, and we do want you to post a picture, uh, as Jamie said, that you did receive it. Um, that's one of the uh, prerequisites for getting it is do you have to post the picture that you did receive it? Yep. And yep. Um, that way that that'll uh, shut up all the uh, the fake giveaway artists out there. So we're going to make sure that ends you know with us. We're going to give away something. Yep. So not a, not um, a great prize, but it is a prize. Correct. And eventually, just so all you fans know, eventually we will have some stuff that is real and that you can sign that will be signed 
by a player. It may not be um, exactly what you want, but we will be giving away things that you'll like. I'll just put it that way, and it will be real stuff. We do have some hookups with players, and um, we are able to get things that most people can't, and we're not going to go buy it on eBay. We'll actually have it signed. So um, that will be coming soon. So with that, I will say uh, thank you to Jared for being on the show. We really appreciated it. We're going to have Jared back later this week uh, to do some draft talk. Yes, definitely. So uh, we'd also like to thank Arrowhead guys again for their support. And again, check out their website. They're, they're pretty amazing. I mean, they're, they're doing some great things. So make sure you guys go to arrowheadguys.com and check it out, please. And they're new, they're new, they're fairly new, but I tell you what, they've grown exponentially and they're, and for all the right reasons, they're doing it the right way. So uh, everybody needs to check out their site. Definitely. And Jared, what's your Twitter handle again? So everybody knows. It is Osho KC Jared, J-A-R-E-D. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining our podcast this week. I want to thank Pulse Podcast Network for our sponsorship. Music by Tritechion. today are like little cities full of different internetting boroughs like the entertainment district in the living room or the virtual fitness center in the garage and xfinity internet keeps it all running smoothly with reliable speed to power all your devices at once you get coverage around town from the financial district home office to the spa xfinity internet keeps your little city humming with reliable speed and coverage now that's simple easy awesome find great offers and value today from xfinity go online or call 1-800-XFINITY to learn more restrictions apply Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.